guys, welcome back to Books, Brews, and Besties. Oh, <laughs> I'm Kaylee, and I'm with Jenny. And this is going into the fourth wing chat section. So if you listen to our loud. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> By the way, we have a brew. Do you? Yes, yes. We've got Mike's Hard Black Cherry today. Yeah, it's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Brew break. Brew break. So if you listened to our last episode, that was Jenny's summary of the whole book. Now we're going to die. An awful summary, by the way. I apologize for that. But I got, I got off topic a few times because... I just, I couldn't get towards the ending because I don't want this book to end. And I'm very excited that we have Iron Flame now, but yeah, it's just hard. Okay. Yeah, it is. And Jenny really, really, really loves mm-hmm. Fourth Wing. Which, I'm sorry to just interrupt you right now, but please can I just ask you, who's your favorite character and who's your favorite dragon? In Fourth Wing? In Fourth Liam was my favorite character and he's fucking dead. Um, I I don't know who. So sorry. In fourth wing, I don't know who my backup second character would have been. I mean, I like Rhiannon, but I, I wouldn't say she's my favorite. I like sassiness or like super loyal. Mm. Um, I kind of like Imogen, but I don't. I don't have a favorite after Liam. Liam was like my diehard favorite, and he fucking died. Which we'll get into all of that. But um, my favorite dragon. I don't know. I feel like we don't really get a good look at different personalities of the individual dragons besides Andarna and Tarn. Yeah, that's Tarn. Whatever. I mean, is it is But out of them, Andarna. Yeah, that's fair. Sigail's pretty We don't get enough badass, though. I know. We don't get enough like from her. Though. I just like I like her just kind of like I just picture her a lot of like side eyeing and being like Yes. Yes. Okay, so who's your favorite character in Dragon Lair? Um, So I'm going to stick with Violet only because I just like her story so far and like how much I'm like seeing her develop yeah. and everything, which yeah. is going to be fair. That's how much we're going to see of, of the main character in this book anyway. Yeah, I just love it. It makes me think of all the hardworking women in my life who just want to do more all the time. Just like you. That's you have cute. so much on your plate. You do so Ew, much. Stop. stop. All right. Fucking now. Okay, I've gone Gross. too far. <laughs> but it's true. Like you you have so much on your plate and you're always like, let's do some let's do more. Let's I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be there for for my friend here and I'm gonna go and do this with them and it's awesome. And it's like my friend which actually by the way, I did research this that um my friend in the UK she has a condition called POTS, which also Rebecca has. She has the syndrome. Oh, is that, that what? Well, she has. there's a syndrome that she has that Violet is kind of based off, but there's POTS, which is the positional something tachycardia. I can't remember. Come on, you I, researched it, Jenny. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it is, but it's where like if you stand up too fast, your heart rate like jumps to like in the 200s and it's super scary and i'm just like oh i just think about like her and like she could do all this stuff and i remember she was discovering it when we were at university together and she couldn't quite i don't know it was terrifying for me to like watch that but she was always like let's go to the gym let's go swimming i want to like do more and i'm just like you're insane and amazing (laughs) like at the same time like guys stop being so amazing at doing more and more stuff but okay i can move on from the sloppy bucket right there but <laughs> love you both so much. too emotional over here. Um, but favorite dragon is just going to be Tan because there's, okay, in Iron Flame part one, when we get there, okay, there's some lines that I have quoted down because I'm like, legendary. Yes. Legendary. I just love him so much. He does have good ones. I, I was not a fan of his in Fourth Wing. Like, he didn't Ooh. do it for me, but he did it for everyone else. And I just, I don't know, he just didn't do it for me for whatever reason. But I will say in Iron Flame, yep. he's growing on me a lot. Massively. But he's still not a favorite. Like, he's still not my favorite. Yeah. But he's growing on me. All right. So since this is the chat edition, okay. let's just go in okay. on what we've got. My The first thing that I have written in my little notebook thingy, first and foremost, which we kind of talked about in the mm-hmm. last one, is we love a female lead that can hold her own and use her brain to get through impossible tough situation yep. which we saw violet do many of times not just being a fantasy female lead who can just magically kick us yeah and, you know i mean as much as i would love to be able to do all of that stuff i also a little bit more realistic that she can use her brain and and it allows us logically. to relate a little yeah. bit more yeah not just being super amazing at sword fighting and stuff because yeah we've been trained for a very yeah. long time in that yeah, and I feel like that kind of makes it unique because we are so used to females having some type of background or like training or whatever that 
you know, readied them for this moment in their life. And Violet was the complete opposite. Like she was raised to read books and, you know, record stuff. And so this is kind of all new, except for what the six months before she went into it, she got some training, but not a lot. So it's really cool to see that and like watch it develop and just kind of also be like you know I don't know what I would do in this situation but like good for her exactly but it makes you think more like you know what like could you imagine if that was us like if in six months we have to go to like an allegiant fighting college I would die oh my gosh like it would be so cool it's a lot it's I would die Jenny (laughs) no like we'll trade boots okay we'll be fine I would still die I can barely, I can barely walk with five feet in front of, like, I can't. I would die 100%. <laughs> no, I'm like, my bad back, I'd be like, oh, just hold on a minute. Yeah, I need a break. And then we, we would have Jack fucking Barlow behind us, just throwing us off the parapet. Like, we would have no chance. Break! Time out! Just give me one minute. Yeah, and then no. I'd just run and just leg it. We, we would not make it. We would, I would like to think we would, but I do not think we would make it. That's why we have these books and we dream. Could you imagine punching? I could not see you punching someone in the face. I'm or getting punched. Like, <gasps> I can't even picture you getting punched. Like, I don't even know what I would do. I don't think I'd be able to see it. I would <laughs> crumple. I would be cr- <laughs> I'm like, Jenny, you're too weak. <laughs> Go to the scribes. Don't do this. Oh my god, I love it so much. How dare you make me Dane? <laughs> you should yeah, be Dane. I would be that because I'd be like, motherfucking bitch will lay a finger. I would like to think I would be a Rhiannon, but I mean, I would not make it. So I would never be able to get to the point to be anything. And it's okay. I know that. I we, we'd be the guy at the very beginning who is just like, yeah, we just wait. Dylan! <laughs> Dylan, that's it. Thank you. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to wait until. He's not talked about enough. He was going to get married. And yeah, he but only out. after. So they didn't jinx it. I was like, what a bigger way to jinx it. Then to say, I'll just wait until after I'm a writer and then we can get married. Well, so you like, could have just gotten married so you could at least be married exactly. for like five minutes. Bit. Yeah, I mean, geez. sorry, sorry, Dylan, man, but I was talking about how she, you know she uses her brain or whatever, and then I put because I really like this part of the book. Mm-hmm. It makes me laugh, and it's one of the like Taryn quotes that I, I just it makes me chuckle, and I just yeah. I like it. And it's where, um, you know, she uses her daggers to make it up the wall. Mm-hmm. She's talking to Taryn and she's they're having a conversation about how she feels bad that he has to accommodate her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's a, an accommodation for me because I, I've seen your memories and I don't want daggers in my leg. And it just made me laugh. Yes. And it's something that I didn't think about is when they bond, He, I, I guess they do. They get all of their memories, yeah. I guess. But. Isn't it? I know that the dragons are superior to the humans, and that's mentioned a few times about that humans don't control dragons and we can't influence them and everything. But isn't that so interesting? I'd want access to his memories too. Yeah, I want to see how how long, how old is he? How many riders has he had? Had mm-hmm. like what? Because his previous rider was Naolin, who saved Brennan. Saved Brennan. Supposedly didn't. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Obviously, we know that Brennan's alive now. So we know that he did. There's a whole lot in the book where obviously we we didn't know that at one point. So yeah, it's really interesting. I want his memories too. Yeah, I'd want to read because that was definitely before threshing because mm-hmm. it was the gauntlet. I wonder how old they really are because we know that Ten is the second. Well, it's the strongest at the college, but the second strongest dragon on the continent. Well, it kind of references it in Iron Flame. Does it now? And it's not a spoiler, so I guess I could say it is how she was talking about how she wants to find books that are older than 600 years old. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not that old. I know oh, you think I am, but I'm not that old. So we know he's not 600. Interesting. Nice that, I like that. Bit. But I don't. I did not catch that. I, I annotated it. So I've been trying to annotate. Look at you. I know. I saw your book for Iron Flame, and it's got all the little tabs oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It's so pretty. Well, and sidebar, I'm doing a, that book for the book mail or the bookish pen pal group. Oh, yeah. And you have to annotate a book that they had on their wish list and then send it to them so they can see your thoughts on the book that they wanted Ooh. and vice versa. And you guys swap it. So the book that you want, they read first, annotated it. So when you read it, you can see what they thought and like what quotes okay, they like the that. most and stuff. So this is my first time ever annotating a book. And we should do an episode on annotation because I have some feelings about it. Okay. But, I'm down. I'm down because I have not. I mean, it was really hard for me in Iron Flame because every time I really liked something or something happened and I was like, oh my God, I need to stop. 
and then write it down and then I would just like write like the quickest little sentence ever yeah. and I was like I didn't write what chapter I didn't write the page and I, I haven't got to actually putting notes or anything in a real book I'm yeah I'm, I will get there I can't do that it's hard I just couldn't get I was like I have to do it on my phone but then like a lot of my notes were like wait what when I just did it on post-it notes and like put it in there <gasps> See, maybe that way I don't have that to way. touch the book yes okay that was like Fine. one of my legend. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. Like, it just made me laugh. Yeah, because I could like picture the scenario happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm like kind of all over the place in my notes because I would like think about stuff later in the book mm-hmm. and then go back and stuff. But um, I have underlined "fuck Jack" and "fuck you." Jack Enough Barlow. said. Jack and Barlow. Yeah, he's just a dickhead, and we all hate mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. He's um, honestly got the the meanest streak ever yeah. like he was the one that just walked up on assessment day in sparring so they weren't actually supposed to be doing real fighting they're just basically just testing each other you out. know and no weapons nothing like that and yeah he just walks up to a kid and just breaks his neck and he's like away. oh sorry sorry I, you know this wasn't well, how was i supposed to know his neck was that weak and i'm like Pokemon in the eye. Yeah. For real. It's fucking crazy. I, I wouldn't even know what to do if I ever met someone like But there's so no. there are so many Jack Barlows in the world though. Yeah. Like I picture every serial killer as a Jack Barlow yeah. at some point. Yeah. And that's just what I pictured throughout reading. I'm like, you would be a serial killer if you were in my world. <laughs> yeah. And not I this would book. agree with that. Because I mean he yeah, he is a serial killer in this book. Because mm-hmm. I mean he threw somebody off the parapet to get the violet. Yep. Come for you. And Violet's like, I'll hold your balls at my dagger point. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, finally. But I mean, that was like, that wasn't even day, that was day one. Yeah. Yeah. I went all through the day one. <laughs> um, Already fighting for her life in multiple ways. Just fucking Barlow. Yeah. I can't, I can't say his name without fucking in between because I, I just hate him so much. And then I have some thoughts on Zayden, which will go into our theories that we were Do talking it. about in the last round. So I think he can sense feelings in some way, shape, or form. I don't, I don't particularly think that he can, like, he's an intrinsic, like, Dane. But I think that he can sense how she feels yeah. to some extent. Because, and I wrote different examples down of okay. why I think this. So I'm just going to read what I wrote. Mm-hmm. Zayden for sure can at least sense feelings with remarks he's made, such as, I'll know if you're lying. And in Iron Flame Part 1, we'll talk more about that because there's also another thing that happens that I caught on to. Um, And then I'm annoyingly aware of everything you do. And I don't, I think that obviously has something to do with the bond, but I also feel like he can sense like what she's doing and he has some type of, I don't know. Which is also similar to how um violet's always like tingly sensations yes. whenever zayden's around and so i feel like because he's older and he's got the bonded years on her that she oh sorry that he is more aware uh-huh. and if he can do like reading feelings a little bit and stuff like that like damn i know well and you oh. said that you think that he's got more than one signet like you think the marked ones have one, more than one hundred percent which is one of my theories to come up in a minute yeah so i think i think if if that's true, then I think he can sense feelings at least, like at minimum. He yeah. Just and then I put blah blah, and he seemed to notice when she was mentally ground. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, their first their first makeout session, and yes. he's teaching her how to ground. He like seems to know when she has it before she says she has it. Yeah, because he's like good job like and so how would he know that if he can't sense that there's like been a change or something and that first kiss is when he knows that she's a lightning wielder before she even knows it yes because her skin tingles or something like that yeah and she's he was like later on he's like yeah i kind of figured but i wasn't like really sure and i also love the way that turn in when she finally wields lightning which is at jack right is that the first time she properly does it and he's like lightning wielder yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm like yes 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 and i just love him so i did not much. say it like that in my head and it just cracked me up that that's how you just like yelled <laughs> lightning wheel like i just love it yeah. I mean, that was that's exactly i like, fucking I was hilarious. like lightning wielder and i'm like yes 
That's exactly how it would sound, 100%. Like the deep male, lightning I cannot even. When when we see it on the screen, I hope it is like that. Um, By the way, yes, it's coming to screen. It's uh, Amazon, correct? Uh, yeah. With, I'm really sorry. I'm sure people are going to hate me for this. But it's the basketball player. That's all I know. Jordan, right? The what? the sneaker dude, the Air Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yes, is that not the right person? <laughs> what does he have to do with the price of tomatoes? <laughs> I'm so confused. Hang on, just edit that bit out in a second. Okay, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I thought he's a basketball player and he has a production company. Does he? I don't know if he has a production company. Hold on, I have to pee. So you look that up, and I'll go pee roll. Okay. <laughs> My hand's not working. <laughs> My thumb's not working. I can't use that. So Zayden. Brew break. Um, yes. Brew break and pee break. The brews are going through. Going <laughs> <laughs> um, So yes. Uh, after the I'm annoyingly aware of everything you do. And then he seemed to notice when she was mentally grounding herself. And had control of it. And that day Taryn started channeling into her. I don't know why I put that in there because I had nothing to do with anything. Um, when Zayden was teaching her how to block, then he stops their makeout session. As soon as she says she loses control in her mind, he as soon as she says that, he stops the makeout session. And then Thunder, which we know is from her, cracks. Then he says he won't as act on desires. Tarn, because Tarn is Thunder. What? His name means Thunder. So he's the Thunder. How do you know that? Is that in the book? <laughs> no. Just Google it. I, I would never have thought to Google their names. I just... Yeah. Tarn is the thunder to Violet's lightning. Also, that's... <laughs> adorable. That's adorable. <laughs> that's a whole other adorable thing. Uh, but my other thing is, I don't know how you feel about this. But I don't know really how I feel about this. Um, Zayden... Is like the key to her being more. Like I know that Violet's like she's doing all this on her own and she's becoming this and and doing this, but like everything has to do with Zayden. Yeah. Like Zayden gives her the confidence. Her and and... you know, kissing her and then she lets mm-hmm. it all go. And Zayden has to do some delightful things. Like <laughs> God, Zayden has to do some really fun things with Violet for Violet to. Let go and lightning strikes are happening where she is setting fire. The to- orgasm, the orgasm. <laughs> where she's setting fire to the forest outside because it's Zayden. And I'm like, I'm like 50 50. I'm like, do I really like this? Like, I want her to be able to be doing this on her own. And I know she, she learns how to do it more on her own, but it's just, it's always about him. Like, <laughs> She brings out the most, or he brings out the most in her. Which is adorable, but only if we have an adorable bucket to throw up in. But just remember, she also gets that way when she's really angry. That's true. So it's... Which is usually... Hers is all driven by emotion. Yes. So Very emotional. Liam died... Flipped out and killed mm-hmm. all the wyvern, and then when Jack and she almost st- killed, struck a venom too with the yeah. lightning in that fight scene. And then when Jack almost killed Liam, she, she took him yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Satan wasn't around for that, but that's she, true. He definitely brings out the orgasm lightning. That's for sure. That breaks a window, it's fire to the forest. Yeah, that that has been proven. I thought I felt like he could maybe sense that. He could feel like Taryn and Sigal's connection, like going back through her as soon as she said that she lost like the mental control. Like yeah. So I don't know. Those are just a few things that I picked on that made me like think it. that maybe he can sense some type of feelings. And then I think I probably wrote it somewhere else, just like in the last chapters mm-hmm. too. He just, there's just little mentions that are like something more is going on. Yeah. Than, I just feel like, yeah, there's something yeah. else with him. Kind of going back to the synopsis, you know how big fourth wing is everybody? The fact that General Malgren, which, by the way, I would really love. So in Iron Flame, this is not a spoiler, everybody, so you are okay. But in Iron Flame, we are given the little breakdown of the quadrants, not quadrants, but the sections of the Riders Quadrant and the squads and squad one, squad two, what section we are. And obviously we know that we are 
fourth wing in the flame section, mm-hmm. right? Iron because they get the iron patch, which takes us to iron flame. The whole thing like that. I just want this, but with all of like the generals and like yeah. is 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 Lilith got Sorengale the mum? Is she the one above everybody? Or the king is above everybody? Well, the king, to be fair, true. And then where does Malgren? Is he the same rank as Gen- Sorengale, or is because they're both generals? So are they the same? Do they work in the same? Yeah, I think they're pretty equal. Or is there like, I don't know, like how you have a two-star general and a five-star general. Like, is one of them a higher rank than the other? That is what I would like next. Rebecca, if you ever see this, please do that in the next book. Thank you so much. And also hi. And also hi. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for everything. Um, so that's what I would like to do. That's one of my questions is like all of this. Because we know that Malgren... Because everyone is thinking that Sor- Lilith Sorengale, the general, was the one that ordered all of the rebellion kids to be killed. But I don't actually believe that. I believe that was Malgren. And then in Fourth Wing, there's a little snippet at the top of every chapter. Obviously, we everyone knows that. That says that General Sorengale said that the kids don't have to watch their parents be put to death. Yeah, she was against it. So, And I think that note was to Malgren. So I I don't think she's as bad as everyone thinks. Or she's a double agent. I'm not sure. There's a lot going on there. But I don't think she was the one that ordered them all to be killed. I think she's following the rules too for some reason. I don't think she's the one that did it. I think Malgren is the yeah. one. Because we know that Coda, Malgren's dragon. He's the one that did the relics, right? The relics, yeah. which are, they're different on all of them. But Zayden's one is a mark that goes from his neck, like all the way down his arm. They're usually quite, they, I think they've been quite similar. But yeah. So we know that Coda's done that. And General Malgren, is his signet is that he can see the outcome of battles, but he can't see the outcome of the any if there's three or more marked ones, so the rebellion kids in a group, he can then not see the outcome of the battle, which is really interesting. So he had no idea what was going to happen in wrestling. It is interesting because his dragon is the one that did it. Yeah, which is where this theory comes in. Why the marked ones have the second signet is because of Coda, the dragon, who put because when you uh bond, I was gonna say mate, <laughs> when you bond with a dragon. They put their own signet thing. From no, power. Sorry. The, yeah. Relic. Yeah. Relic. Thank you. They put their own relic on the human's body. Yeah. So it's, to me, it's the same thing. Yeah. Coda's because doing it. they have that Coda had to have transferred some magic in mm-hmm. order to put a relic onto the marked one. Exactly. Which, which transferring of power could have done anything. Exactly. And I think it's giving them not a bond specifically but power power and it's very interesting that because we know that the dragons can keep secrets from the humans but the humans can't because we know that tarn read all of violet's memories which means that coda could be keeping stuff from general Mm magrin so maybe coda doesn't agree but he knows that magrin is a grade a douche canoe and wouldn't wouldn't fight for the greater good of the continent not just navarre so yeah, that's why I think there's two. I yeah. think it's from him. Coda could have put in like a fail safe. Yeah. So I'm saying. One, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I Liam, Liam wielding ice. That gets mentioned. That Liam is wielding ice from the back of day. And back. he's farsight. And he has yeah, farsight. and he has, we know he, there. it gets confirmed that we know that. And then, yeah, and the wielding ice, the next, like if you, that's at like the bottom of a page. If you then turn over, or it could be turned over twice. I can't remember. But at the top of the page, it says another third year is wielding ice. And all of the kids that are in Resson and battling that went to Athabine on eight, uh, Colonel Atos's orders, they are all marked ones. They are all rebellion kids. I don't remember Liam wielding ice. 100%. But, oh no, I believe you. I just don't yeah. remember it. And people are like, no, 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 it was a third year. But it, it says in both, both of them marked. Which makes me think we know that Liam's a first year. So that's his two signets. I wonder who else is a third year though, because Imogen. we know that Zayden oh, is Imogen. is a Yeah, no, not Imogen. Zayden is the oldest because he takes responsibility for all of What them. was Garrick? Was Garrick a third year or was he mm. second year? I'm intrigued now. I feel like we need to do some research and figure out who Garrick is at the same outpost as, as Zayden. Zayden. So, so they must have both been third years. 
So was Garrick wielding ice? I don't remember. Was there another third year? I literally don't remember anything else about Garrick. I am very interested. I just know he's like his best friend. To go back and try and see who was in the party that went to. Oh, I have it written down. You have everybody who went to Resin? Yes. Legend over here. Grouping. Because I thought it was going to be important. It was Liam, Zayden, Imogen, Syrian, Syrian, S I A R A N, however you say that, Aya, Violet, Soliel, and Bodhi. Well, we know that Bodhi's not. Let me read it. So Liam's not, Bodhi's not, Zayden is a third year, Imogen's not, Kieran, Kieran's, uh, he. He's a second year because he get. I won't finish that sentence. So it could be Soleil or I, 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 I say Aya, but that could definitely it be could wrong. be Aya. <laughs> I didn't listen to the audiobooks or for like, I don't that yeah. name was not mentioned in Fourth Wing because it's just the um other cadets that she doesn't know, the other marked ones that she doesn't right. know. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, there's eight cadets that we know. That went to Atherbine. Mm-hmm. And we know, I don't know about the Soleil and the the Aya one, what their signets or I mean, I don't really know about Kieran. Bodhi, he's a second year though. Liam is a first. Imogen's a first. Because Bodhi is Zayden's cousin, right? Yes. Garrick is just the best friend. Yes. They were like stationed together with Liam. Not stationed together, but fostered together, yes. right? Yeah. Um, interesting. If anybody has any ideas, please let us know. Message, yeah. email, whatever. Call us. Don't really call us. You don't have, you don't have, you don't have Yeah, you don't have our numbers. <laughs> Send us a brew. <laughs> we'll taste test. We'll taste test. We, we, let, <laughs> we will. We will. Do you want to come in with any of your um, thoughts, theories? So I am down for them having second signets. And Liam oh. was the... Holy... How? About Zayden's feeling stuff. Okay, carry on. I have one. Sorry, I missed the circled one, and it's very mm-hmm. important. He says, Zayden says in his last point of view chapters mm-hmm. that he wants to know how she feels, but wants to give her her privacy, and he keeps his shields up. Ooh, so like shields from her emotions and stuff. Can he? Really I don't feel- know. Is it? Mm, so I thought that was very important because we haven't had a hint at all that Violet can read his emotions. Mm-hmm. Nope. We know that Violet can read, like not read, so, but can communicate. So mm-hmm. why would he have to keep his shields up? If he doesn't want to know how she feels. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that was my last thing. Sorry, okay. go ahead. So I've got down a second hit home on my second readers, chapter 10, when Aurel, uh, who was so confident in the gauntlet, she was the one whose dad was a writer and they had the practice gauntlets at home and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Violet watches her fall to her death because she doesn't make it on one of the the segments of that gauntlet. Um, but she's the only one that Violet goes and burns her things because her parents don't. Yeah, didn't care. care. Or maybe they didn't care. They just already just wanted to be like, you know what? Doesn't matter. Like if she's dead, she didn't make it. What a failure. Let's just not even remember that we ever had a daughter. Or I something know. Could like you that. imagine? Like fuck. I think that. That that hit home, I think. And then I've got controversial one. Controversial. Ooh, yeah, let's that, do controversial. Um, Dane, oh, this is about Dane. Dane touches the temples. His first sentence when he's telling Violet um, actually says, he does, he says, I just have to touch someone. And then he corrects it and says, I have to touch their temples. Yeah. So, like, it's weird. Which one that, is it? Like, yeah, like, why would you just say, I just have to touch someone? I actually have to touch their temples first. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, yeah. Weird. that's why I'm on the camp of, he 100 percent just has to touch somebody yeah because i i don't know if i wrote it down or not but i am pretty sure that when he gets the memory of affine he just cups her cheek yeah so it's not a temple touch it's just a cheek cup which is 100 percent because like the first time when she crosses parapet and she finds him and then they run up to his bedroom so she can wrap her knee because she fell down on the tiny little parapet bridge and hurt her knee when she's trying to run away from Jack. Anyway, they go up and he's he looks at me. Oh no, before they even go up, I think it is. But he says there's a little a little thing where he's touching her and he looks at me like he doesn't even know me for a split second. And then like I can picture it like he's just staring at her. Like, oh my god. And then he's like, Oh. Yeah. And she like describes that for us. And I'm like, Yeah, he just read her memories. Yeah. 
And it's just like, oh my God, she almost died. Oh my God, her mother sent her over here. Oh my God. Like, I don't know how far back he can search um, or see. I don't, I don't fully understand how it works. Like, we kind of do in our next episode. Yes. Which I'm trying not to spoil. Okay. <laughs> this is really hard for me. I feel a little bit like. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bit like Tom. Oh, fucking Spider-Man. Thank you, Tom. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of his last name right now where he cannot stop spoiling all oh, the Avengers and Spider-Man movies? Which, by the way, if you ever watch this, hi, we do actually love you very much. But, oh, my God. What is, what is this name? Why can't I think of it right now? I just keep saying Tom Sawyer in my head <laughs> and Hiddleston. Hiddle- Tom, Hiddleston. Is that? No, no, that, that um, Loki. Loki, thank you. Yes. Uh, Tom, Tom, Tom. Good old Tom. What is this? Oh my last god, name? hold up. Zendaya and Tom, which by the way, Zendaya, you are a beautiful princess and you are a goddess of everybody because she's literally what the fuck is this last name up there? She's amazing. Um, Zendaya and this is how we find your last name and Tom and Tom Holland. Oh my god. Tom Holland. <clears throat> so I actually... If it, was, if, if it was any other conversation, that would have not been hard at no, all. it would not. But I do. I feel a bit like Tom Holland in this situation mm-hmm. where we cannot stop blurting stuff yeah. out. Just It's just verbal diarrhea yeah. just coming out about Iron Flame. And I really wanted to try and get Fourth Wing like done before we, mm-hmm. we read. But... Timing was hard for us, so we started Iron Flame, and we are halfway through it currently. Which... To, be, to, to, to be fair, Jenny started it. I read six pages. By started way. it still. And then I was like, well, I'm going to start it. And then I waited until I was much farther than her, and then I told her that I started it. <laughs> you started it before I did. I told you six pages. I, was, I literally read... Oh, I'm so sorry. I literally read the first chapter and then I put it down because I was like, no, I need to wait because we are going to do the podcast and we are going to talk and everything. And then I let slip that I read the first like mm. six pages and mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'll read the first hundred. <laughs> and then I was just like, whoa! She read super fast though. Like that means nothing because she can read a hundred pages in like two minutes. So it doesn't even matter. But I was also trying to be taking this very slow so that I really took in value mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so moving on <laughs> yeah yes yes so i know rebecca yara said that we were being too harsh on dane in an interview at one point i don't know i'm i'm ready for a redemption arc i am because of pure disdain to dane but i don't know man i don't know like i'm 50 50 right now because i understand like we said in the other episode that I understand that he's in love with her. He's known her since five. He's known her as this fragile little girl. But she's not that anymore. I don't believe he's in love with her. I think he loves her. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think he's in love with her. But I think he's confused with that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think, first of all, I think something was definitely going on with Amber Mavis the whole time. And second, I think... Mm. I think he loves her and is so blinded because they have been in each other's lives for so long. But I don't think it's an in love situation. I think he just loves her and probably doesn't know how to like differentiate the the two from each other. Mm -hmm. I think he's got a lot of feelings that he doesn't know what to do with. And And the conflict between being the colonel's son and he's he's very much a rule follower. And I mean, he even says that like violet broke codex by doing the gauntlet climb with amber he agreed with amber and i'm like you absolute dick like yeah she she even she went over she did that gauntlet climb with the daggers that she carried across with the parapet and she even says that anything that a rider a cadet can carry from the other side before they enter the collision across that parapet is an extension of themselves yep so basically she used herself yep. to climb up even though they were daggers but you know into her backpack and everything that was in it so yeah i just <sighs> there's all these little tidbits that i'm like fucking dane yeah 
He he really pissed me off in fourth wing. Yeah. A lot. I'm not, I'm not I'm not team Dane at mm. all. I don't think anyone is. I keep swaying back and forth because I'm like, I can see why he's got the emotions that he does. But it was the very end. It was the forced kiss for me. Not that it was like it wasn't it was forced, to be fair. It was it was a forced kiss. And I didn't like that. And then I didn't like um how much he's like yeah okay um please don't go with him all right okay i'm i'm gonna miss you bye yeah and i'm reading that like what shit is gonna happen i read it as like a goodbye i'll yeah. miss you not an i'll miss you because you you're choosing him over me yeah no it was, yeah it was a it was definitely felt like a goodbye 100%. okay oh yeah liam uh hold on <clears throat> okay so we know that zayden unlocks the lightning powers yes we touched on that a little bit uh, with a little kiss and then a lot with some sexy time. Whoop, whoop. Which, by the way, how amazeballs is the scenes? <laughs> Lightning. I don't know why I'm reading it. <laughs> I just love the symbolism here. Woo! Symbolism for the win. I, I wish Lightning would come out. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be super cool. Like, because nothing would top it after that. Like, there, there's know. no better sex than if lightning started erupting because everything was so good. I know, right? I mean... But touching with that... Yes. The first time... Yeah. You. So I... It was so... It was just so freaking cute. When the first time, like, he talked to her through the mental, like, bond. I just loved it so much. And it was one of those things that I... Like immediately just started smiling. And then I like I had to sit up straight to read it and like prepare myself because it was just so cute. I just love I love it. Their moments. It reminds me a little bit, I don't know about reminds, but it makes me think about Rebecca and her husband and how much of it that you know, when you can like you've known someone for so long and you can kind of just look at them mm -hmm. and you know what you're both saying to each other and you're thinking to each other. That's exactly how, and it's just that it's happened so quickly that they can actually do it. Yeah. But I just feel like, I don't know about Rebecca and her husband and if they can actually do that, like they're at a party and they're just like, like how much of that she put we, in the book? Can we get out of here? And they just, they just <laughs> know. And I'm like, I wonder if that was quite an influence there, but that I feel like cute. you know, right? <laughs> it's so cute it's but true yeah. though yeah you can just be like get me out bring yeah. me food bring me that pizza <laughs> you know what i want <laughs> ice cream in the freezer and you know it but yeah their sex scenes are are pretty decent they are pretty yeah. decent mm -hmm. which by the way i came to fourth wing after from blood and ash which we will we will be <laughs> you're like i came to fourth wing and i was like ah oh, stop it stop what? it what? <laughs> okay we have we have relatives listening and, do we, and do we? <laughs> we will be <laughs> hi mom uh, hi Janet, mom and aunt and brother uh, so uh yes i read from blood and ash before this and i mean they they have a lot of sex scenes in it but nothing is memorable as some of these in the fourth wing but i do remember how dare you wait wait okay come on. there's no lightning that strikes so i'm sorry but i do remember that she's got the <laughs> yeah and so does he in the prequel ones but hold up just a minute all i know is that it I'm happens offended. a lot okay you know, my brain has been fogged by fourth wing, okay? Rebecca, be proud. You have fogged me with your books, okay? <laughs> Sounds hilarious. You have fogged me. That's a sexual term. I hope you know. <laughs> oh, don't explain. Oh, I know. It's flog. Flog. Because I was like, hold up. <laughs> I just put myself. Jenny no longer cares that her uh, relatives are listening. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> So, yes, okay, there's a new term I have learned. Um, flogging. Don't Google it. No, it won't. Okay. I thought flogging, though, is like when you get the paddle thing. Oh, no, it's like in um, Out Outlander when he gets flogged with the whip. That's what they used to do to people. Very long, not I haven't watched Outlander, long. but yeah, it's okay. like with the, pat the sex paddle. Okay, maybe flogging. that's the modern day term of flogging, but the olden day term, I'm pretty sure. Anyone What's the making it? out Let's in UK this. terms? Snogging. Snogging. I was about we'll to have a little close. snog. Yeah. Which sounds gross, by the way. 
It sounds like okay. I'm so glad you didn't say that when you're talking about the lake scene. <laughs> the lake. In the summary, in the summary where they're at the lake to get water with the dragons and they're at the rock making out. Lake me. I'm so glad you didn't say snogging. There's a snogging. Snogging, snogging. Yeah. It's not a polite term. Well, no, it's really not. We're going for a snog, mate. It's like, that's not a very nice. I mean, yeah. So. <laughs> what what were we talking I about? I don't even know anymore. Uh, <clears throat> but. Oh, from Blood and Ash. Oh, yes. From Blood and Ash. Rebecca and, Fogg, do. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie, but there is a lot in that. Mm-hmm. Like that is the smuttiest, smuttiest book I've read. Cass is a horn dog. Yeah, I mean, one minute they're like dying, the next minute they're quick shut the door. <laughs> I'm like, God, I don't think they care about doors being I shut. They don't, but I'm like, God, stop it, okay? There are bigger things happening. <laughs> That's I swear I texted you at one point and I was like, Why are they at it again? <laughs> Like, haven't they had enough yet? I feel like Niktos and Sarah's is more... Oh, it's more romantic. And it's better put in yes. the story. Like, it's a lot of, like, there's a lot more build-up for it. Yeah. Rather than it's just kind of like, bam, we almost die. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cass, Cass is just a yeah. grade-A horn dog for sure. <laughs> But I will say there still like, is a really good plot. Like, there's still a good plot, but there is a lot. And I cannot wait to get in on those books on the podcast. I'm very excited. Those are going to be after fun. After we finish our fourth wing and Iron Flame, you wait, guys. You be prepared. And this is our forewarning that those of you listening right now, if you want in, read those books. Yeah, because those are my babies. Those... They are her baby. Oh, and we have to read Savage Land. We will, but we'll have to do from Bud Nash first. Yeah. Because oh, I sure. still have the uh the recent prequel one that got released on yeah. seven days before this got released. And of course, my fogged up brain can't cope. <laughs> I can't I can't. I can't. So I I can't wait. I, I started it and I stopped now. it. And that's why I couldn't get into fourth wing mm-hmm. as much, is because I had already read that. But we we already talked yeah. about that. Anyways, so, go. Moving on. Mm, yeah. Yes. Oh, me and Violet both have July birthdays. Yeah, town. Except they don't say what date hers is on. Ooh, let's make it. But Sorry, she's Rebecca. in July. Her birthday's in July. My mom's in July. What what day is your mom's? The wow. 22nd. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> let's edit that. So she's really close to mine. What? Yeah. Bitch. Yours is the 19th. I was about to say. Damn straight. I was about, you were about to ask me when mine was. I was very close. But yeah, I just, I thought that was fun. So I put that in. I think I told you that when we went away for your birthday, which by the way, still have anger issues. Not really. I Maybe I do. About you not telling me that it was your 30th. Sorry, take it back. You edit that shit because you nobody needs to know that you're 30. But, <laughs> but I still, I'm like, I would have made. Bleep it. I would have just. <laughs> You know, those decorations would have been up. But I was also hoping to be there before anyone so I could like be like, surprise! But you guys are already all there. And I was like, well, fuck this. It's okay. You made me a bunch of cupcakes. I did, which the lemon ones are superb, by the way. So if anyone wants lemon cupcakes, get your orders in, get to Navarre. We'll have a fourth wing iron flame lemon cupcake. Because she has to make them all for me again because everyone that was at my birthday ate them all. And I think I had one. I even put flakes on the chocolate ones mm-hmm. because yeah. somebody loves flake. Yeah, flake bar. It's chocolate. It's chocolate bar. It's a UK chocolate bar. It is. It's really Legendary. good. But okay, we're gonna get into the, we're gonna get into actual pages. Yeah. Oh wait, I have oh, a swoon. I have a swoon worthy one. Ooh, if we want to say swoon we. Yeah. <laughs> so I put swoon worthy. Violet walking across the parapet to comfort Zayden is the cutest freaking thing, and the whole entire scene mm-hmm. is just stunningly perfect. And it really is. It is. It I the fact it. that she used their bond to even find where he was, mm-hmm. and then it made me like chuckle when she was trying to tell Garrick and Bodhi, like, I'm his I'm whatever. His. <laughs> yeah, like whatever, because she didn't know what to call themselves. So true. And then just the fact that he like she got him to like get up and go back to his room yeah. and like was there for him like took care of him if because he was like i don't have it in me to take care of yeah. anyone else which also kind of hurt because it 
sad that he thinks that he has to Bear like the be the crutch for everyone, yeah. especially Violet, because I, I he has had to do a lot for her throughout the whole yeah. book. So I feel like that moment was just really special. Yeah, I love that too. I feel almost like that was a turning point in him being like, oh, actually, she just walked out here in a dress, yeah, to come and or what he says is a sale to come and just. He's not wrong. Thank you to say hi. You're like, it's crazy. Yeah. Which, yeah, I love that too. That was, yeah, stunning. That was straight yeah. after the. Sorry. Oh my God. I kind of tried to ignore it, but you didn't. You, <laughs> I couldn't. It was right into the mic. <laughs> which, okay. Which was right after that scene, was right after the big party, which was Unification Day, I think, mm -hmm. where the king, King Towery? I don't know how to say his name. Towery comes and um, uh, has a party and says, ooh, I want to lay my eyes on all the marked ones once a year. Mm -hmm. And obviously Zayden's like, big fuck you to you guys. I'm not coming. So I'm going to sit out here on this beam. There, Sorry, you just reminded me of a line because... Yeah. I think it's in Fourth Wing mm -hmm. where they're talking about how he had to lay eyes on him because he couldn't, he couldn't something like Markham couldn't see him or some, Ooh. what was it that the king has to actually see him because he, God, I don't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. Maybe I have it somewhere on here, but, but slightly was swoon worthy, but not swoony is heartbreaking is Liam's last line where he's talking to Violet and says, stop it. Oh my god and you could just with that full stop too and he's just like and when he's dying and you just know that he's just yeah and he's just like it's been and the fact that she was like they are like he knows that she was so hurt just a little before all of that yeah. too like worst fucking timing yeah. for him to die ever and also rebecca like rebecca! i remember when everyone in like the book club was reading it and they mm -hmm. were talking about how he like i knew he died or mm -hmm. i knew something happened to him i didn't know he died but i knew something intense happened to yeah. him and i read the scene where it's him and jack and jack almost kills him and then violet saves him at the mountain so we already went oh yes i'm sorry that's right because like, jack was going after liam that's correct sorry go back to say we're gonna do this again oh my god let me read it for another time <laughs> just read it one more time and and so when that happened i was like okay mm -hmm. this is what everyone was talking about like he legit almost died and yeah. violet saved him no that wasn't it because he did fucking die like she just saved him just for him to die literally in the sky again is it they have malik right is the the king of death or yeah. the primal god of death or mm -hmm. whoever i mean we don't get a, a title per se they just said we commend their souls to malik i think there's a title somewhere in there but i don't yeah. remember what and it is i know actually. she says at some point so she's just like oh i really hope i haven't she says for somebody she's taking like, the souls from him or something yeah, yeah and and obviously then it is kind of like yeah well if someone is supposed to die and she's saving them they're gonna die later anyway which is quite interesting actually very like, grim reaper yeah mm -hmm. they'll like get their souls some way shape or form which again with the story actually which i can't remember i think we get a little bit of that in fourth wing about there's the three brothers which is in the, I want to say the Grim Fairy Tales, but in the Fables, there's the three brothers. What? The three brothers, where one command... Uh, oh, and the it, last one gets jealous. Yeah, and one yes, commands I the sky, that. one commands the land, and the other one gets... And I can't remember. It's in one of the title chapters. Someone tell us which one, because obviously we didn't prepare for that bit. Which reminds me of Harry Potter. Yeah. And the three brothers yeah. in that. It's, just, it's very similar. Yeah, because it's the same way. The last one gets jealous, mm -hmm. and oh no! Well, in Harry Potter, from... yeah, Harry Potter outsmarts death. Yeah, with the, the cloak, the, and the last brother does the same. Yeah, and, and then eventually he gets so old that he's like, you know what? You can just have me. <laughs> just take me. Just take me. I'm done. Done with this life. But yeah, um, obviously the venom not going to happen. That's not. Gonna yeah, because in the fables, the last brother is jealous that the two one has power, one has a dragon. Yeah. And the last brother wants it all. Or he just wants to be in on it at least. So he he draws his power. He has that's the drop the dark magic. That's the, the venom. Is that in fourth wing? Yes. 
100%. We don't touch on that in, in the next bit. Okay. Okay. Moving so, um, <laughs> the box in at Resident, in the war, in the fight, sorry, we there is a box that Taran says, there's a box in that tower with Liam's family quest. Uh, the, the last name, Mari. Like, the what flammable? WTF is that? Capital WTF is that? That's what I want to know. And it's flammable. And it's flammable. So I'm thinking it's not the runes. It's not the special daggers that should be the arrows. So it's not that. It's something else. Is that what the Venom are drawing to? There's obviously some sort of magic that is drawing them. Is it? I thought they found something under the clock tower. They did. They have to destroy it. I think that's in the POV. Oh, we've just given you a little tidbit there from Iron Flame. They have to destroy it before they can even look at it. That is an Iron Flame. Okay, so there is a box with the seal on it. <laughs> Not like a lock, okay? So yeah, the box, you're right. They are flammable. It is flammable, I should say. What? What's in it? What's in it? Because I don't What's remember his family history. I don't know if we get any. All we know is that he was with... Uh, Zayden in the foster home at one point and his mother was killed somewhere his dad was killed somewhere else but he managed to make it to both he watched both of them die yeah because his is very odd his mom was was it his mom or his dad was killed at his house his dad was killed at his house mm-hmm. and he had to watch but he did watch his mom because I know yes. that there's a thing about how did he get back from one to the other well he was with his dad so and his then when dad got- watched his mom because, yeah, and then when they got home, damn. his dad was I mean, killed. Was, damn, to it all, but damn. Could you imagine mm-hmm. watching both of your parents get killed? Like, And I know it was their choice, though, too. They weren't forced to. Okay, this one I'm going to save till Iron Flame. Okay. Uh, the silver one, I touched on that a little bit. Um, and about if you've read the POV, then Violet has a silver scar on her stomach. Uh, and there's a bit about all of the flowers and the grass is turning silver. So we know something that happened to Lilith with the venom. I'm 100% on that band camp right there. That That's why Violet had, she. That it mentions at the beginning that they had that fight, fever that almost killed her yeah. or whatever when she was obviously still in, in the womb. So we, I'm obviously certain that it's a venom situation here. And perhaps that they already knew how powerful she was going to be already. And they were trying to get that that power. I think she's definitely linked somehow because when that one... <gasps> what? Carry on. Oh, because when that one Venom and her were fighting on the back of Tarn and he was like, you have no idea how much power you have or whatever. Exactly. Like, they obviously know something she doesn't. Which takes me to next episode. Sorry, everybody. To be continued for that one. (laughs) But, yes, I just have to find which one it is, and it's right there, chapter 22. Well, then, I'll jump to my note on this page. It says, on page 286 of Fourth Wing, Violet and Dane are talking about how she should have, she should hate Zayden. And she goes, I know, his father put an arrow in Brennan's chest. Then, it says under that, according to battlefield reports which leads me to believe that that's not actually mm-hmm. what happened so i wonder if zayden's dad had anything to do with brennan at all or if that's just mm-hmm. what was put in like i like it's just it's just an interesting little tidbit for it to be like according to because that's a very important wording we could definitely branch out on that um in later episodes yeah Again, I'm so sorry, everybody. We just don't want to spoil it for you. Because, I mean, obviously, Brennan died. He he dies. We know he dies. I just wonder if that's actually how it happened because of the the word choice that she used, which was according to. Because that just leaves for insinuation that something else might have happened. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting. Oh, and then I put read page 348 for favorite quotes. Ooh, read 48. Be prepared, everybody. I put, I turned to 346. I was so close. Chapter 28. Here we go. Oh. Is this a swoony moment? Yeah. Okay. It's when she's asking Zayden, like, what changed that he, like, what changed his feelings for her? And he goes, or she goes, what changed? Frustration tightens my grip on the mug. When exactly did you decide not to ruin me? And he goes, maybe it was when I saw Orion holding a knife to your throat. 
he says, or maybe it was when I realized the bruises on your neck were fingerprints and wanted to kill them all over again, just so I could do it slowly. Maybe it was the first time I recklessly kissed you or when I realized I'm fucked because I can't stop thinking about doing more than just kissing you. My breath catches at his admission, but he just sighs, lets his head fall back against the wall and says, does it even matter when as long as it changed between us? I just love it. I love it so much. It's too cute. Much. I love it. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just uh, can't even. Oh, honestly, it does get really cute between them. And I love that we get to explore that relationship, like the very beginning of that relationship. But it does get, it gets deep fast. Yeah. Like they fall head over heels. The mating bond obviously has a lot to do with that too. And are they fated? Like, I mean, we're in a fantasy book. Anything is possible here. But are they a fated pair? I feel like they, they are. Like shadows and lightning and thunder. And yeah. what is... Um, I wonder if that's going to be a thing. What is Sigail's like, special power? Or what does her name mean, I should say? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Let's have a look. But while you're looking at it, I also put on page 351... Violet is talking about how Dane is acting different and how Zayden is being more secretive, so much so that Taryn believes he's keeping something from her. This is before the war games, so he obviously knows that they're going to meet the Griffins. Um, so do we think this is where Dane starts being told the plan about what's going to happen at war games and where Zayden is gearing up for the end? Zayden's gearing up for the same thing. Like, do they know what's about to happen? Also, because Taryn mentions a fire attack could break the saddle, and she thinks about how that's not a problem since that would only come from dragons, mm-hmm. which we know at Affine, the wyvern can bring yeah. fire. Yeah. So that is like you, a little snippet. Green? Yeah. In, yeah. This so that's okay. a snippet that shows that Taryn know, knew about the wyvern before. Mm-hmm. She found out that he knew at the lake. I'm just looking right now. Next page. I am on. And also, like, how would you feel if you found out that not only the dude that you're in love with lied to you, but, like, your dragons, who you're bonded to, both of them kept secrets from... I could not imagine... Like, I have no idea how I would feel or, like, what I would do. Because I can't even imagine knowing all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh... So- Segi means Segail. Sorry, Segail. <laughs> I can't. I can't help it. Segi to me. <clears throat> anyway, okay. So Segail um, means shadow. Just means color: navy blue, tail, dagger. dagger so say them. It's shadows. Yeah. Whereas Tarn is thunder. So we have thunder and lightning. I like it. I like it a lot. It means a lot. And and Darna means uh, the second coming, second honor. I should say. Um, so my last two uh, theories are that the beef between Zayden and Violet won't actually be that big because I don't think Violet's, I mean, I know she's very emotional, but I just feel like she won't be like, ooh, this is the end of us. I can't ever face you again. I just can't imagine she did that. Yeah. I don't know. And then my last one is Andarna is really big, like really, really big. Really, really, really big. <laughs> I don't know. But, and obviously we know there's no more time-stopping Signet. And I'd love to know, like, how, where does that character go? Like, mm-hmm. we know that Rebecca has given us a hint to, that she's, no, 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 that's in the end. We know that there's no time-stopping in the Zayden's POV. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Like, but as I was going to say, Rebecca Yaros did drop that we get a lot of snarky teenagers. Yes, yes. Which I'm excited for, but I'm also like, she's really, really big. There's no time stopping anymore, so. I wonder what the second signet is going to be, though, now. Yeah, what's her, what's her, I'm excited. Or is it going to be a mixture of stuff? Or do we really stop the time stopping? Is that really something? Yeah. I mean, it could just all be a ploy. It could just be a fake plot. Uh, get us off the you mark. No, right? I mean, she's really good at this. Throwing us one thing and then taking it away and stabbing us with a poison dagger. That's true. Thank <laughs> you, Rebecca, for that. That's very true. <laughs> Thank you. All right, that is that is the end of, of my my points 
for fourth wing. So please. I have just, I'll just do this one because this one is not that important. Okay. But um, it's pretty much like a what the fuck, Brennan, for being alive and not telling or reaching out in any way. Which, I mean, I get it and I don't. Because I get it in the fact that he doesn't know how his sisters are going to feel or react or join him or what. I feel like Mira is going to give some I don't trouble. Think she's going to give a shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, she's she, very rule protocol person exactly. too. So, and I, I, I don't know. I, I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna be a little bit of an issue, but I think overall she'll eventually, yeah, go with her family. Obviously, mm-hmm. I hope so. I would. I just pretty much wrote that. Like, I get the whole secrecy of the rebellion thing, but mm-hmm. to be Violet, like, put yourself in her shoes, get betrayed by the dude you fall for. And your dragons. Yep. And then to have to fight as a first year in a war against Wyvern and Venon, who you didn't believe existed outside of a book that you read with your father. And then watch your friend die after saying not nice words to each other or to him and watch him have a horrible death. And then to pretty much like think that you're sacrificing yourself. In that final like battle where yeah, she because she does she she says to Andana please because she makes sure that Andana is safe yep and she says you'll know if there's nothing left yep to feel and then you need to leave and yep. go back to the vet. oh gosh like one of us that. has to survive yeah. and mm-hmm. so to pretty much think that you're sacrificing yourself to save everyone then to go from that to being in a freaking coma because you're poisoned by the freaking venom that you didn't know existed. And then breaking it off with said dude who betrayed you just to find out that he's known your brother and that your brother is fucking alive <laughs> and has been a part of this rebellion. And it's just all been like a colossal secret. And yeah. like, what the fuck? I don't, she's gone through it and I don't know I how know, know. she and, is as strong as she and is. And to add to that, she not only got betrayed by Zayden and her dragons and her brother, dead brother, and all of that, but she also got betrayed by her long-term best, best friend. friend. Yeah. So she has nobody. Everything was fucked. Everything. Everything Every- got everything. fucked all at once. Everything. Like, the thing that they always say that bad things happen in three? No, it happened in, like, thousands with, with Violet. I know. Like, there was it's no hope. It's awful. Yeah. Um. So I have big hopes for Iron Flame, and I really hope it's going to... um. Knock kind of, off. Yeah, and cover a lot of a lot of theories for us, and kind of give us yeah. a lot more answers. I mean, we know it's a five book series, so this is going to be a lot of of chat. And I really hope, and I'm, I'm, I know that one of those books is going to be a Zayden's POV. It has to be, just because of the the chapter titles at the end in the the Christmas edition. One is chapter nine, and the other is like twenty six or, or something like that. So I know that that there's no way. I mean, okay, I never looked back. Did you look back? Did they yeah, match? It's the same. It's the same chapter. So Jenny told me about this, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think that's just like his point of view of the chapters in the fourth and fourth wing themselves. Like and it's just a like, retelling. And oh, it is. Maybe. It's a retelling. I don't know. But I do think, I still think I'm that thinking. you're right, and I think she will do a whole book in I his do. point of view, kind of like. Jennifer Armentrout did with Cass yeah. with the first from mm-hmm. Blood and Ash. I still think she's definitely will, but she, I think she said in the interview that you probably sent me that sh- she said that we're not ready. We're not ready mm-hmm. for Zayden's point of views yet because he still has a lot of secrets. Which, which is fine because I also want all of that information though when we do. Yeah. Play. I want it all. Give no, me all the Shadow Daddy. Piece. Even if we have to wait, we're okay as long as we eventually get. I did read today, it's not an official publication from either Red Tower or Rebecca, but that we potentially are getting the third book in December next year, which, by the way, is too far away. But (laughs) it's okay. I'm happy to wait. I am very happy to wait. And we'll be busy reading other books for these episodes. Absolutely. I am down for that. We've got, I mean, there's going to be... 10 books in the From Blood and Ash uh, series with the prequels included. So there was a lot. I mean, they come out, the last one is May, I think. February, yeah. March, May, something yeah. like that. So I'm excited for that. We want to cover Twilight. We want to cover Savage Lands. Yeah. You're going to love Well, I'm excited. You're going to love it, but there's a lot of like hot and heavy scenes. Yeah. And it's, and it is more, more descriptive. Okay, okay. It's okay. descriptive. I'm down, I'm down. 
I'm also very excited. We do have a few random, random books coming in as some podcast series. I think we actually touched on them in our first ever episode last week with the balloons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? They are very random. And when she told me that she was reading, well, she specifically she told our book group, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think I commented because I was just like, I don't even know. I don't even... I can't right now. Like, there's a stuffed balloon that was controlling, and it's like a possessive controlling. The, the curse. The curse. Oh, I'm so sorry. The curse. It's a curse balloon. So it's very odd. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited to read it, but I'm also like, it's gonna be random, people. It's gonna be random. <laughs> yeah, but I am down funny. for a very detailed. It's gonna be great. I don't know a synopsis. <laughs> it's gonna be really. She's great. doing the synopsis on that one. Oh. it's gonna be great i'm so excited i'm excited I, yeah i am a little bit but yeah other than that do you have any last fourth wing remarks read it yes right if anyone hasn't silly buggers listening to us i mean if you have you clearly know what happens now so you practice sorry not sorry actually if you just listen to our last one you'll feel like you've read it mm-hmm. yeah because we went it through took, it, yeah. everything and then yeah <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So, um, and then, yeah, that's about it, though. I mean, I love it. If you've got any questions, if you've got any comments, other theories. Oh, yes. Give it. Give it. Comment them. We want to hear them. We want to know. We're going to move on to uh, Iron Flame next. We've got part one coming up and then part two. But then I don't know. It's going to be over and I'm not ready for that. So. Yeah, I'm excited. But we have I have a long weekend where I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be writing. I'm going to be reading some more we'll get there tune tune back into us yes bye bye book besties oh yeah bye book besties (laughs) 